on a more important note, more importantly, I'm gonna I'm gonna start today off with, you know, running a business, owning a business is is difficult. Without question, it's it's I think it's one of the hardest things that that a man or a woman can do today. It's there are always so many things that have to have. So you have so many plates you're always spinning in the air, right? That uh, no matter what you do, until you get to the point where your company has grown and you have people that have replaced you in, in just about everything, every aspect of your of your job, uh, there's always going to be a million things that you have to be doing all the time. Spinning plates, talking to employees, spinning plates, dealing with utilities, spinning plates, dealing with vendors, dealing with customers, marketing, advertising, hiring, firing. HR. I mean, the list goes on payroll. Now you've got banks involved. You've got the government involved in all the reports, all the taxes, and all the, you know, the, the fines that you inevitably end up having to pay. It's, it's hard. It is hard. And I'm going to say, if you're going to work hard, you might as well earn money while you do it. You might as well get freaking paid and get paid fat money. Because if not, you know, I mean, the reality of it is running a business is hard. And if, if, if you're not going to get paid, go sell the company, close the company, do whatever you need to do and go get a job where you don't have to work as hard. You'll make more money, have less stress, right? If you're still struggling, right? If you're, if you're having a hard time <clears throat> or, or unfortunately, what stops most people from being really successful and from really being wealthy are the habits that you made that you made when you were poor. We keep thinking, see, again, it's your programming. We're gonna get back into the mindset things because I believe it's it's imperative. It's it's where it all begins and ends, right? If you keep thinking and acting like you're poor, you're always going to be poor. It's, it's now I'm not saying go out and buy flashy stuff, not at all. You know, buy stuff because you think you're going to be rich. That's not how it works at all, right? Some of the best habits that wealthy people have that help them to stay wealthy, the very best habits are simple. The number one is get out of debt. See, everybody thinks, oh, I have to have. Hundred million dollars, five hundred million. I talked to a kid the other day. He goes, "I got to have five hundred million dollars before I'm going to be successful." Well, I mean, what's the chance? Unless you win the lottery, and even lottery winners don't don't end up with five hundred million dollars. Okay, so the chances of this guy actually doing it, being successful, I think is a long shot. And the reality of it is, let's talk about financial freedom. What is financial freedom? Financial freedom is having enough, this is my version, right? You may have a different version, but my version is you have enough passive income to live the desired lifestyle that you choose with the people you choose to live with without having to work. 
That to me is financial freedom. Okay. I have reached financial freedom. I started by getting the debt. As soon as you no longer have the banks as your master, your debt ceiling, your, your, your um, line of credit, as soon as you get rid of all of your debt, man, all those payments that you've been making you, to the banks, you now make to yourself. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It, it really is. The second habit is after you get out of debt, stick to a budget. I know Alex is really good at that. Occasionally he go out, goes out and he splurges on something. Like when he goes out to when he goes out of town, there's always steak and lobster in his in his dinners. Why? Because it's how he rewards himself and reminds himself to the time when he could not afford steak and lobster. Right? We do the same thing. Occasionally we go out and we splurge, but most of the time, Laura and I stick to a budget, except for wine. And, and even that I have a budget for. Another, another really good habit is you must know the difference and be able to determine the difference between wants and needs. I want a new car. Do I really need a new car? No, I don't need anything. Vehicles I have are great. Do I really need to spend X amount of dollars to buy a new car? And this is questions you ask yourself, okay? Do you really need to buy new living room furniture? Do you really need, right? And especially while you're in debt. While you have debt going on and you're making payments, the last thing you need to do is incur more debt. And you've, you've all heard me say, man, if, you've, if you are in debt, especially to the government, you don't have the right to go out for dinner. I'm sorry, especially if you're paying it on a credit card. If you're adding more debt, if you're adding more debt to your load for entertainment, if you're adding more debt, you're adding more credit card debt, especially... To, to go out and have fun, man, that's, I'm telling you, you're doing it wrong. You're absolutely doing it wrong. Number four, I think Alex is going to love, it's be frugal. Sometimes it's good to have T-Rex arms. It really is. You know, I was at, the, I was at a bar the other day. I went, Laura and I went over there and the, and the guy was giving me shit. He said, dude, you're a multimillionaire. You're not even buying me a drink. I said, how in the hell do you think I got my money? I don't need to buy, if you need to buy someone to buy your ass a drink, you're in the wrong spot. Just be frugal. You don't have to, you know, when, you, when you make it, you don't have to go to a bar and buy everybody's drinks. I mean, that's silly. Do you have to have, you know, the top of the top? I don't know. If you need something, if you need something, I will tell you, in my opinion, buy the best that you can afford. This way you buy it one time. You buy it one time. And I'm not joking. I have shirts that I wear. I wear them regularly that I bought in 2007. Now, it's not that I'm cheap. I just bought really good shirts. I got them on sale because I was still millions of dollars in debt. 
but I had, I had a three week trial that I had to go to. And I knew that I needed to be presentable for the judge, for the courtroom, for the jury. And it was like, okay, I'm going to buy some really nice shirts and I'm going to wear those suckers until they wear out. And from 2007 until right now, 15 years later, those shirts still look brand new. Now, I even caught them on sale. It was beautiful. Another thing I would tell you is research the market. If you're going to buy something, this is something I'm really, really, really good at. I don't buy anything until I know exactly what it should cost me and where I can get it, what my options are, and I know exactly why I want it and how long I'm going to have it for, right? And finally, I'll say, invest your money in physical goods, like real estate. Invest your money into buildings. Invest your money into something that will diversify and, and you have long-term plans with it, right? You, you don't buy real estate and think that you're going to hold it for a month or two. Flippers do that. And every very few flippers have I met actually have generated enough cash to be financial, financially free. There's a few out there. I know a fella, well, Matt, Matt is not really a flipper. He's more of the finance guy. But he is just now starting to look at the flipping of houses. And again, he doesn't like to do it. It's not his forte. He's the finance guy. He's, he's uh, I forget, I don't recall the exact term. Uh, he's the hard money guy outside of banks. If you want to look for a loan, he's your guy, right? And he only deals in, in real estate. He doesn't deal business loans or anything like that. Um, great guy, wonderful to work with if you need that type of thing. Um, so those are, those are some ideas that, that I would tell you if, you if you're trying to get to financial freedom, right? Get out of debt as quickly as you can. Now, and again, some people say, oh, but good debt. There is good debt. There is. There absolutely is. When you're buying real estate, and the real estate can pay for itself. And the, this is a, a great thing to do, right? If you can take what you're paying, like if you're paying $2,000 a month rent, go see what you can buy for $350,000, $400,000, depending on the interest rate and the term of your loan. And at least you're building equity instead of paying rent. And if your rent is higher, well, you could do the math, right? Instead of 2000 maybe you're paying $3,000 for rent. Well, that'll take you up to, uh, you'll put another almost $500,000 onto the building. So you could probably find a building that would work for you. And it will put you into debt, but at least it's debt that instead of paying rent, you're building equity. And again, stick to a budget. Know the difference between your wants and your needs. Be as frugal as you can. Research the market before you buy anything. Make sure you're not just throwing money away. And then, of course, invest. Invest in physical things that will help you to diversify. And that's what I've done. That's what I continue to do. Uh, we're looking for more properties and more projects. 
uh, and, and I, I, I'll bring you with me as long as you want to, as long as you want to do it. Uh, I'm happy to share, happy to teach. 